the best way to get something done if you if you hold near and dear to you that you uh um like to be able to uh anyway i we we're going to get a lot done hello this is karen and this is kevin and And this this is is right right from from us. us Are you, you need some more coffee over there, honey? <laughs> oh, that, that's that was a quote. an interesting <laughs> beginning. <laughs> that's a quote from Joe Biden's press conference the other night, the, the fake press press conference that he had the other night. I'm, I'm still waiting to find out how to get a lot done. <laughs> yeah, because he never did finish he, that he thought, never did, did he? He never did say. I didn't watch, I just watched snippets of the conference on social media, but you watched the whole thing? I watched it. So, unfortunately, uh, there was, it was embarrassing. I, I was embarrassed for him. I'm embarrassed for the country. <clears throat> and you know, it was all scripted. All the questions, I mean, obviously, all the questions were scripted. Um, Did you see the news story of where he had a pamphlet of all the with news the pic- pictures? People? Now, let's be completely fair. I mean, do other presidents I, have I never, that? I never saw that for President Trump. Because you can't expect them to remember all these reporters' names and where they're from. Yeah. So I wonder if that's just I, you know, part think, of the norm. I think they could just they could just um, control it a little bit better. You know, just ha- when the person stands up, just say who you are and right. where you're from. Right. And that's what that uh, what's her name, Marjorie Taylor Greene. Isn't did. that what they used to do back in the I, olden I, I, days? I don't know. I think so. I, I'm pretty sure they did. Yeah. But anyway, the questions were obviously given to him in advance and then he, and had he little still no- couldn't answer them he had little note cards with notes that he would wow. and there was quite there was some questions that he would just read right from the note card i mean i'm all about being prepared but that's i mean when it's scripted yeah. like that then you know that he's yeah. in bad shape yeah and then he would just you know lose his train of thought come in on the middle man of his, of his sentence and you can always tell when he's Losing yeah. his train of thought because he starts he starts There's, rocking back yeah. and forth like this, and I'll I'll link a I'll link to that particular quote that I just quoted at yeah. the beginning, which I mean I think that when people do that, that's a sign of like you're trying to comfort yourself, like you yeah. know if you rock yourself a little bit, you're trying to comfort yourself yeah. in times of duress, but yeah. and stress. But again, I just feel sorry for the man. It, I just he is just. It really is just a. It's really just a sad, sad, sad situation. Well, and it's embarrassing and it's scary. Yeah. Well, yeah. That I mean, we have this man, our I, commander I'm in chief. Sure, the world is just, just laughing at us. At well, this yeah, point. of course. You know, in the you know, of course, the news media just continues to cover it up, cover up for him. Right. And did you hear that he's announced a bid for re-election in 2024? That that was during the press conference. He was talking about it, and one of the questions was, are you going to run in 2024? And he basically said yes, There's basically. Oh, my gosh. Let's see. How old is he now? 78? 78. So He'd 82. be in his 80s? I mean, isn't he already the oldest president we've ever had? I, If he's not, he's he's got to be right up there with the top three. I, I was uh, reading something from somebody. It might have been... I think it was Ted Cruz, actually, that was talking about, no, was it Charlie Kirk? It was, I can't remember who I read it from, but they were talking about how there should be an age limit. You can't be any younger than 35 or any older than 75. Yeah, I don't know about that, though. I mean, some there's some 85-year-olds that I know that yep. are... I, I think there should be an age limit. 
Okay. <laughs> In a discussion. That's what she that's says. Way, that's the way it should be, period. Well, don't you think there's, there's some 85-year-olds that are more sharp than some 35-year-olds? I, I know that's true. I, I, I think it should be based upon... I think may, maybe there needs to be a, a test, a cognitive, whatever it's called. Cognitive co- test. Cognitive test. I think that there are, but I think the majority of people are not. And then you're only, it's not just the age and the cognitive ability, but it's the ability to, it's longevity. I mean, your chances of having a heart attack or injuring yourself and becoming incapacitated is increased significantly as you get older. And just being in that role, I mean, you would want someone that's physically able to endure that four years of being a president. Yeah, yeah you got to know that. Um, so I, that's why I think anything older than 75 is, I don't think it's a good idea. Yeah. How old is President Trump? Uh, he's pretty close Probably to 75, I think. 75 or yeah. Something. Yeah, don't you know that Kamala Harris is just licking her chops, going, oh, yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be very long now. Yeah, but. Is it her though? I still don't think it's her. Well, I think, it's going to be her. Well, no, no, I mean whoever's behind her, whoever's you know. pulling the strings. I don't yeah. think it's Harris. I think that she's just another puppet that they're ready to throw on whenever Biden is, you know, he's no longer capable, which is not very long. <laughs> if he makes it for, I, I will be surprised if he makes it a year. Yeah. Again, you know, I just feel sorry for him. He, I really do already, think it's elder abuse. He already had the uh, the longest time in recent history for a president to have his first press conference, and it was just a scripted, fake press conference. Well, it's going to be like that from here on out. I mean, this is early days. This is probably the best case scenario. It's just yeah. going to get worse yeah. over the next three I mean, and a half th- years. Throughout the camp- campaign over the last couple of years, he really I mean, had these fake drive-in rallies with, you know, 10 cars out there honking their horns. Well, that just happened to play into his hands because the whole COVID thing. But I mean, they probably were loving it. Like, all right, cool. They're not going to really get a good look at what's. Yeah. I mean, that don't you know that's part of why COVID became such a big deal is because they wanted to. If you were a Democrat, wouldn't wouldn't you just be mad as all get out about this? Well, yeah, because it makes them look bad. No, you got the, you got this <laughs> I would be completely embarrassed if I were a Democrat, a normal Democrat, which I feel like the majority of Democrats are normal, not the I, far I, left. Well, I think that the Democrat Party has definitely been taken over by the oh, left wing. Oh, for sure. jobs. For sure. Yeah. So I, if you were a regular Democrat, if there is such a thing, wouldn't you just be mad about what's going on with? Yes, with absolutely. Every, I, mean, I would. You got Nancy I'm Pelosi mad. What's and, going on? I'm not a Democrat. <laughs> Hey, speaking of Nancy Pelosi, oh, that witch. I just cannot stand her. Um, I saw an article on the TatumReport.com. No, no, actually, this was on WND.com. Pelosi claims absolute power to control membership of White House or yeah, U.S. She, she was trying House. to get rid of Marjorie Taylor Greene, who actually turns out she she isn't too bad. I mean, she she got caught up in this kooky QAnon stuff. No. But some some of the things she, that she says are actually not not too bad. She's she's actually been pretty good. Actually, this is about someone different. Really? Yes. Nancy Pelosi claims that as House Speaker, she has the authority to determine who can be seated in the elected body. Her claim arose regarding Republican uh, Representative Mar- Marionette 
Miller Meeks, whose six-vote victory was certified by Iowa after a recount. Um, Which one is that? That's on my column on number, well, it's between 11 and 12, because I didn't put them on the actual numbers. Um, in January, Pelosi provisionally seated Miller Meeks when the full House was sworn in, when she was asked two weeks ago by a reporter if she might remove Miller Meeks and seat her Democratic opponent, Rita Hart. Pelosi said there could be a scenario to that extent. She says at her weekly press conference Thursday, Pelosi tried to justify her effort. Quote, if I wanted to be unfair, I wouldn't have seated the Republican from Iowa because that was my right on the opening day. I would have just said, you're not seated. And that would have been my right as speaker to do. Don't you think Unquote. that's sort of ironic that you know, that that's a certified election and she's she's challenging that election in Iowa? Yes, that's what everybody is talking about. How <laughs> how it? ironic. And of course the irony is going to be lost on them because they don't they don't see it that way. And it goes on to say, however, political science professor Eddie Zipper says Pelosi needs to reread Supreme Court precedents. SCOTUS says a seat cannot be denied to a duly elected representative who meets the constitutional qualifications, he said. But I wanted to point this article out because it once again proves that power is all they're interested in. Yeah. That's all uh-huh. they want is power. And she is so power hungry that she thinks that she can go in there and say, even though the people elected you, I say you cannot be a part of this. Well, why isn't the news media jumping all over this for her uh, challenging an, an election? I mean, uh, right? it's a certified election. Exactly. So, I mean, she, how come they're not calling her a big like exactly a for challenging an election? That's just another, another so what, example what is her of point? that. I mean, what is her what, why? Why is she doing that? Because she wants nothing but Democrats. Yeah, but I mean, why? Her. What's her What's her reasoning? Well, I don't know that she gave a reason. I think she just thought that she could just do it. And isn't it something I mean, about out, the, out of the goodness of her heart, isn't, she did isn't not something do it. About the in in Iowa, they didn't count certain votes because they they um, they didn't have proper signatures or something like that. Wasn't it something like that? I don't. Which know. is what the law says. I think that's what. It seems like I did hear something about this. Well, this article doesn't really say why. I think that's what it is. She would have done that, yeah. but yeah. So she's basically challenging an election. It, it, you know, Ted Cruz and Josh Hawley did that, and they got ridiculed. Crucified, and, basically. Yeah. yeah, I know. Crazy stuff. Um, COVID, which is always. Never far from my world. You know, to kind of piggyback on that and what you said the other day, because it's so true. It is. It's like we are now living in a parallel universe. This is Don't like you movie. feel like it? It really is weird. It's like half of us are walking around like zombies with face diapers and, and living in a constant state of fear. And the other half of us are like looking at them like, what Man, is you, your problem? You drive by any restaurant in, oh, in our town. Gosh. And, oh, my gosh. It's like. I went to Wendy's today for lunch. They were wrapped around the building, yeah. and they well, have been for a long time. I mean, that's time. drive-throughs. But I'm yeah, talking but about sit-down restaurants. They are just, like, packed like you would not believe. Yeah. We went to a steakhouse the other night, and you know how it's, you know, one of those places that they cook the food in front of you, and you sit around the grill and everything. I mean, the place was packed, and it was so nice to see that. Yeah. One, because I w- I'm really relieved that the restaurants are doing well and, you know, hopefully making up for last year's fiasco. But two, I think to me, that's almost a sign of getting back to normal. 
Yeah, but yeah, we've got people hunkering down and, and, you know, wearing a mask while they're driving a car by themselves. And you know what? I truly feel sorry for those people. They're just really just living in fear. I do. I I think that would be a terrible way to live your life. Always constantly fearful that, you know, some big COVID boogeyman's going to come and get you at any moment. And I can't really blame these people. I mean, all, I mean, entirely. It's just they're, they are. Uh, just reacting off of what the media has been spoon feeding them. And I just, I don't know. I just think that's sad, but um, I think we'd all be doing a lot better if everybody would just take their cable TV boxes and just smash them with a sledgehammer. You know, wouldn't we just be all be a lot better off off without social media too. Honestly, if, if Facebook and Instagram would just go away, we'd be a lot better off because it's so ironic that, you know, social media is designed to bring people together and it's actually driven a lot of wedges in between people and cultures and races. And I just think that's, it's just, it's sad that that's, that the, the intent was backfired. It's, kind of like the, it's like the opposite of what it's oh, absolutely. To yeah, we definitely live in opposite world. There's another article too. I don't remember last week when I was talking about the confrontation between Rand, Rand Paul and Dr. Fauci. Yes. Um, so, and, you know, Fauci was talking about all this proof and, you know, and Rand Paul was like, well, show me the proof. And he couldn't show any proof. And then, you know, he, his argument was basically, uh, well, you know, we had to continue all of this because of the COVID variants and all that stuff. Well, Rand Paul came up today and uh, Twitter, posted on Twitter to Fauci proof that uh, we're neutralizing antibodies against SARS COVID 2 variants after infection and vaccination. So, Rand Paul he went one step further after that conversation. So, there's proof. He, he was providing proof that if you've had the virus or if you've had yes. the vaccine, you have antibodies for that the, the new antibodies that are there. It's very likely that the antibodies will protect you against the variants. Yeah. So once again, he was just driving another yeah. nail in that coffin. Yeah, Dr. Fauci is basically just, basically what he's saying is you're going to have to wear a mask for the rest of your life. Right. Because there's going to be new variants every... Right. Know. And that kind of segues into another thing can, can that I saw. Say, can we talk about that? Talk about what? The variants and... Oh, yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Did you... No, can we... No, I'm just saying. Can oh. we talk about that? Yeah. Are we allowed to? Oh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, I think I know why we got... Uh, kicked off of YouTube one day or one week. So I'll just stay away from those keywords that I'm pretty sure that caused it to happen. But this segues into another article. Sorry, I thought you had something to comment on, no. on the variants. And I was just talking over you. Um, it's uh, another report on the TatumReport.com. Are we living in a permanent pandemic? We've now endured a year of life-disrupting measures due to the coronavirus pandemic, which the country and world has adapted to. Sadly, it appears as though our own social lockdown measures created needless death and despair. The cure was worse than the problem. Um, Let's see. If you ask one Bloomberg columnist who formerly worked as a columnist for The Economist, the nightmare will never end, and why should it? Everything is bad and sad and most definitely hopeless, despite the fact that states across the country are rolling back restrictions with great success. Yeah, I think, was it Arizona this week that, that lifted their mask mandates? I think Arkansas, oh, was too. It? Oh, and, really? And they also said that any, any county or city government that had mask mandates were not allowed to enforce those 
That's like really? that's what we need. That's what we need here. I mean, we we ne- absolutely we never need had that a statewide here. mask mandate, but we have the ridiculous. But our local green ca- has oh, had us I mask mandate county. since we have a local county mandate. Uh, the article says uh, Andreas Kluth, who writes opinions for the left wing publication, argued Wednesday we must start planning for a permanent pandemic, and he cited the emergence of these supposedly deadly new viral variants we keep hearing so much about. For the past year, an assumption, sometimes explicit, often tactic, tacit, has informed almost all our thinking about the pandemic. At some point, it will be over, and then we'll go back to normal, Kluth wrote. This premise is almost certainly wrong. Then the question goes on, but what's normal? See, and this was always this yeah. was always my argument from the very beginning when this whole thing started. That is what scared me the most. I wasn't that scared about the COVID after getting more information about it and learning about these potential medications that could help and blah, 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 blah. What worried me the most was I thought we're going to go down this road and we're never going to go back or we're going to have a hard time going back because everybody has gotten used to it now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, in our city, they're the way they've set they're setting it up to where we'll never, we'll never go back to not wearing a mask. That That's what they're setting it up for. The, the way they've got this new program lined up, we're, we're never going to go back to normal. Yes. And it says, um, the wearing of masks, the usage of social distancing, and other virus mitigation measures must be and should always have been voluntary. The more we allow those who view themselves as the gatekeepers of our liberties to go unchecked, the longer this nonsense will all drag out. Should public health mandates continue any longer or grow more draconian in nature? The only answer is mass civil disobedience. The pandemic, even if deadly, was always also, was also always an opportunity for opportunists to grab power and upend life. We must deny these people opportunity. Yeah. So mass, he's calling for mass civil disobedience. Civil Who is this guy? disobedience, not violent people. Civil, which mean, simply means refuse to go along with it. It's Who's no longer guy? necessary. This was um, Kip Jones from the, the Western, Western Journal. Journal. This was an article was linked to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. And I, I think a certain number of people are already getting over it. I mean, we're as far as the government in our county is going they're they're basically setting it up to not get back to normal but i, I think a lot of people like we were talking about are going to restaurants and mm-hmm. you know i see a lot of people without masks well even though last night when we went shopping we were the only ones that did we not were wear the masks. only ones in the entire store without I mean, a mask can you believe that we were the no, only ones i was pretty surprised by that actually but i feel like people are getting over it they just don't have the courage to take that step and stop doing it because it just feels weird now that we've all been doing this for a year but with the weather warming up and people wanting to get outside and go do things i think people i think more people will stop so, doing it so you it. think when when uh when july and august rolls around yes people are going to just i do whip those masks i think off. it's gonna i think in just a couple of weeks when we really so? get some good weather yeah. you know, mother's I mean, was, day and all that stuff. it was in the 70s yeah it was beautiful upper today. 70s today and i still saw a lot of people walking around out in the middle of you know down the sidewalk with a mask on yeah well again i think <clears> those people <throat> are they're just not informed and they're living in fear but this also segues into the press conference that senator ted cruz had yeah, that that was great. Do you have that linked on here? Uh, yes, I do. It is. 
It's on there somewhere. Let's see. You want to just highlight it, and I'll see if I can look it up? Uh, you know, basically, Ted Cruz was having a press conference. And um, I guess I don't see it, I don't huh, see it on there. I don't there. see it on there. Okay, anyway, Ted Cruz was having a press conference, and he didn't have a mask on. And one of the reporters goes, uh, are, are you going to wear a mask? And he goes, uh, no, we, we've been vaccinated. And, and uh, I'm six feet away from and you. And we're over six feet away from you. I mean, you're welcome to step back if you want to. And she goes, well, we're, it would make us more comfortable if you... It's like, well, t- you know, you're welcome to step back. We're we're following CDC guidelines. And that's, that's one thing. You know, the CDC gu- guideline is if you can't distance more than six feet, then wear a mask. But it's like everybody forgot about that part well, of it. If you want to, yeah. If you want to, and it makes you feel more comfortable, then by all means put a mask on. But I think that puts a thumb right on the problem. Right there is what that reporter said. Well, it would make us more comfortable. Yeah. So you want everybody to cater to you to cater to you. you feel good. Yes. Instead of, if you feel comfortable, you are more than welcome to step back, put a mask on, or not leave your house. Yeah. That's up to you guys. There's just this thing where some people think they have the right to tell you what yes. to do. Just yes. to, make, to make them feel and better. And that is why I was so nervous when this whole mask nonsense started. Because I thought, we are not going to be able to come back from this. Because now we have a new normal. Have, have you ever seen the, the YouTube video where a, a guy is testing masks? He's out in the... Like real cold weather, where the no. you know the steam comes off your face and stuff. Oh, I think I did see something. And like it's that. like the mask basically does nothing, and the the virus apparently attaches. Can we talk about this? The, the virus talks. the The virus attaches itself to to moisture, you know, yeah. condensation. Yeah. And he was just showing that it does nothing. Right. You know. Right. Or very little. It might keep it from projecting as much, but it was still just going out all over. Right. You know, his his uh, condensation or whatever, you know. Yeah. But, so. you know, we're, we're damned if we do and damned if we don't on this argument because, you know, then they come back and say, well, the numbers are low because we've been wearing masks. So it's, they're very clever. The, the numbers are stuff. low. <laughs> the numbers are lower because they changed the parameters on the PCR yeah. test on January 20th. Yeah. Which, you know, you know what date that is. Uh, that sounds so familiar. Inauguration mm. day. The, yeah. The WHO changed the parameters for the PCR yeah. test. You know, it's just politicized. Yes, for sure. So we had the, we also had the uh, couple of shootings. Yeah. The And the, the supermarket shooting in Colorado. And I feel like, I mean, this stuff happens regardless of what's going on in the world, the economy the culture or whatever, but I feel like it's gotten worse because people have just been so on edge and so stressed out over this past year for lockdowns and being restricted. And I just think people, I think people are finally starting to snap, honestly. Well, yeah. Cra- crazy people. Shouldn't as a side guns. note Cra- to crazy. that whole gun yeah. thing. Anyway, um, as a side note to, to the thing, uh, Representative Kennedy, uh, where's he from? Louisiana. Louisiana. He said we mm-hmm. need more idiot control, not more gun yeah. control. But anyway, I the, love listening to the, him. The He's first thing fun. that happened after the shooting, I, I think even Obama came out and said we we've got a we've got a 
you know, install more gun controls and get rid of these these uh, assault weapons, you know, and everybody was coming out against assault weapons, you know, assault weapons this, assault weapons that. It turns out the guy didn't even have an assault weapon. He just used a pistol. Oh, I know. It wasn't it's, even an assault weapon. I mean, it's you could just set your clock by it. Whenever we have something like this happen, I mean, not even five minutes goes by before someone's yelling, gun control, gun control. Right. And I read today that Biden's going to sign some more executive orders about gun control laws and blah, blah, blah. I mean, you know, just wash and repeat. He he said in the campaign that he would take people's weapons away from them. He definitely... he. Absolutely said that. You know, a tweet from Charlie Kirk caught my eye today. What was that? You're going to love this. He was in our town. He was. Recently. He was. Uh, the, I, I bet that video is posted, though. I think. I think he pretty much posted. Did you hear anything about it? I, I no, didn't hear actually, one, one word about it. Are you surprised? Honestly, yeah. are you surprised? So his tweet said, "The left says we should wear a mask, even if we don't need it, just to keep us safe. Shouldn't that same logic apply to owning a gun?" There you go. I, again, he hits it on the head. He is so good. Yeah. This kid is very impressive. And he's 27 years old. <laughs> well, he's, yeah, late 20s. He may be 28 yeah, now. That kind of makes but... me feel like a loser a little bit. <laughs> yeah, he's 27. No, but you know what? Kudos to Charlie Cook's parents because they did a great Charlie job. Charlie Kirk, yes. Charlie, Charlie Kirk's parents, they did a great job with that, that kid. Yeah. Uh, also, anyway, but that puts it into perspective because that, he's that, exactly that's right. Point. That's a good point. Also, uh, in regards to the shooting, Facebook deleted the profile of the shooter just like within minutes. Well, of course, and of course, if you think about it, have you really heard any more anything more about that incident now that it's been um, proven that it wasn't a white guy? Yeah, there, that did the all, shooting. All these tweets that uh, it's yeah. another white shooter because yeah, the guy kind of looked like a white guy, but it, it actually no longer was, it no longer fits their narrative, so they're no longer interested in reporting. Boy, I use that term loosely. Yeah. Um, and then there's another article on the Tatum Report. Americans have no right to carry arms openly in public, says court. A federal court appeals or federal appeals court ruled Wednesday that carrying guns in public is not a constitutional right protected by the Second Amendment. Wednesday's ruling by the Ninth U.S. Circuit Court of Appeals in San Francisco, there you go, reversed a prior decision that struck down a Hawaii firearm restriction as unconstitutional. There's no right to carry arms openly in public, nor is any such right within the scope of the Second Amendment, U.S. Circuit Court Judge Jay Bybee wrote in a 215-page majority opinion. Um, that'll be interesting, because, I mean, that's probably going to go all the way to the Supreme Court. Have you ever, so that'll be an interesting one to keep track of. Have you ever seen, seen somebody openly carry a weapon? Yes, actually I have. Actually, yes, at work as a patient. She came in wearing a sidearm. Isn't, but isn't she's, that not well, she's allowed? A, but she's a deputy. Oh, okay. So she, I think she had the right to do that. But still, it was like, ooh, cool. Yeah. I mean. It, at first, it kind of like, I, I've seen people, it's like, oh, oh, wow, what's that? Okay, wow, cool, that's pretty neat. Yeah, it is, actually. It's like, I, I feel a little bit safer now. And that's exactly <laughs> the point what I was going to make. It's It's just that your bad guys are never going to go away. They're never going to follow the rules, no matter how strict your laws are. Look at Chicago. That's a prime example of that. But they're going to be less likely to mess with you if you're armed and they see that yeah. you're armed. And that's the whole yeah. reason for guns, guys, is that that's the whole reason for them. It's that you want to not only protect yourself, but deter any craziness. Right. Right, and all these places that that declare themselves as gun-free zones, that just 
immediately makes them unsafe places Absolutely. to go. Absolutely. I mean, Chicago is a prime case example. Yeah. Prime case example. Yeah, well, like the, the Colorado shooter, you know, the one that I forget his name, he, he went into a movie theater and he went to that particular movie theater because it was yep. declared a gun-free zone. Yes. You know? Yes. They scope these places out and if it's a gun-free zone, then it's just a prime target. And so that's another reason why we cannot let them take our guns away because it just, it, it deters any criminal activity. Otherwise, you're just an open duck in, in you know, in you're, you're a duck in open season, an open gun season. You're a sitting duck. There we go. That's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so anyway, um, <clears throat> Nike has released their new Satan oh shoe. Oh, my gosh. He told me this right before we started click, recording. Click on that. It's Holy on, it's cow, 12. guys. They have a Nike has a Satan shoe. It has uh, this is a, real, it's a shoe this dedicated to Satan with a pentagram and human blood in it, and it's got a limited edition of 666 pairs. This is not a Babylon Bee article, guys. This is real. This was on the gatewaypundit.com. I'm looking at it. actually has Luke 10, 18 written on the side. What is that? I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, but it's a... Uh, what is that? Okay, but I'm going to play the devil's advocate for a minute. See what I did there? Um, and... Uh, Luke ten eighteen is he replied I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Uh, and then the, there's a picture of the inside of the shoe box, which I know that's pretty pretty satanic. Satanic. Um, ew. I mean, but they have like I, you guys. Are you gonna put a picture of this? Can you put a picture yeah, of this up or will it? I'll put a picture. But there's like in the sole. There's I wonder if that's real blood. That cannot be. Well, it contains sixty cc ink and one drop. Of human blood is what it says. Where do they get the human blood? 666 pairs, individually numbered, $1,118, starting in two days, March 29th, it looks like. I wonder where they got the human blood for that. They're actually calling them Satan shoes. That is... That's pretty bizarre. It's bizarre and evil. But I'm going to play the devil's advocate for a moment. I mean, I, I guess... Would it be any less egregious if they did some kind of, like, Jesus shoes with a drop of holy water? Oh, uh, well, that'd be fine. I'd get some of those. But that's my point, though. I mean, if, if we're going to have a free society where they can sell whatever, I mean, we have, yeah. to, we have to be willing to yeah. endure, tolerate. Yes. Yeah, well, it's kind of like the argument, well, uh, we, we need to have prayer in schools, and then... What, what are you going to do if someone wants to come and pray to Satan? Right, right. And, and that's just it. I mean, if you're going to allow them to I pray guess, to God, then yeah. I guess you have to allow them to pray to Satan, which is, I mean, it's sick and disturbing, but you got to be fair to both sides. So, you know, all of you people out there, they're like, oh, no, you can't pray to God or whatever. And then you're okay with them praying to some other God. You can't have it both ways. They can either do it or they can't. Both sides can do it or both sides can't do it. So even though this is offensive to me and evil and disgusting and gross. Um, We're not going to buy any. Of course not. Oh, good so grief, no. Just, I guess that's just it. You just don't buy it. Right. Or, and you also should, you should, you should probably, you know, spend your money where you, you know, don't spend your money on evil things, first of all, and definitely sp spend your money with Christian 
businesses. Yeah, absolutely. So I know of some Christian businesses, and I, I try to go there and spend my money there. So Well, I know um, on Amazon, every purchase we make, because I shop on Amazon a lot, by the way, but every purchase we make goes toward um, a, a Christian organization that we strongly believe in, and they've gotten quite a bit of money out of it. So I think it's, you know... Oh. Don't, don't you think, though, by shopping at Amazon, you're supporting all their censorship and, and things like that? I knew that was coming. Yes, I know. I, I've actually tried to stop I know. shopping there as much. Unfortunately, I know. I'm a little bit of a hypocrite uh, by continuing you, to shop there. Aren't you supporting their yes, censorship? Yes, I know. I know. And I'm still on Twitter, which basically supports so, so why their don't censorship you, as well. Why don't you go to the local bookstore and buy books? Well, it's not just, I, I rarely buy books on Amazon. They have, yeah. It's because Amazon has everything else under the sun. Yeah. And it's easily accessible and it gets yeah. here quick. Yeah. But, I mean, that kind of goes back to the argument. But if everybody leaves Twitter, then you have nothing left. You have no dissenting voices at all. Well, you can go to Gab where it's free speech. But and I'm saying that you don't, you don't necessarily run away from confrontation just because it's not your confrontation or you disagree with the majority yeah, but what or whatever. If what if they're, uh, which is what they're doing, what if they're completely silencing you in your opinion? Well, then you don't have a choice, but at least you tried. You know? No, I don't. <laughs> okay, we're getting up there on time. Um, let's see. Let's talk about the border thing for a second, too. Um, oh, yeah. La- last, uh, last A couple weeks ago, they were saying it was because of climate change that the people were coming up now yes. they're saying it's because of president trump yes i know which <laughs> i'm not surprised at all it's, oh, it's not joe biden it's yeah. not because of joe biden's policies yeah biden it's claims trump. let's see he says let's see, biden claims he isn't the cause of the massive border surge instead blames trump well i mean duh that's a like no-brainer what, what's his what blaming um is there any reason that he's or is it just like a blanket, like everything's getting blamed on well, President Trump? everything's blamed on President Trump. But this says, President Joe Biden blamed, blamed former President Donald Trump for the massive surge of migrants trying to cross the border during his first news conference since he took office in January. There's a significant increase in the number of people coming to the border in the winter months of January, February, March. It happens every year, Biden said. The reason they're coming is that it's the time they can travel with the least likelihood of dying on the way because of the, the heat of the desert, number one. Number two, they're coming because of the circumstances in their country. Um, and they're also coming because you, you openly invited them during your campaign, sir. Yeah, well, that's what... And I was looking at an article earlier today where they were interviewing these, mostly a lot of these kids coming in here, and, and basically they were just saying, well, uh, Biden said to come. He said the, the border's open, so well, and actually, we're welcome. Has anybody answered the question of where they got all those T-shirts that Biden, what, what did it say, Biden invited me or Biden's a nice guy or something like that? Where in the world did they get all these T-shirts? That's what I want to know. It's kind of probably the same people that put the bricks in the, the cities, you know, for the Black Lives Matter riots. Oh, yeah. Yeah, like where, like just, <laughs> where, do, where do those yeah, bricks Yeah, it's like all of a sudden there's from. like truckloads of frozen water and bricks and yeah. any other kind of weapons. Um, but because there's so little media co- uh, coverage on the 
crisis at the border that 19 senators have gone to the border to blast Biden, let media see the tragedy because they won't let any reporters the, down there. The, yeah, the media keeps saying they won't let them go down there. What do you mean they won't let them go down there? Can't they just get in a car and go down there? I don't I mean, know. Why, I don't, what do you mean you can't go I don't to think the they're allowing anybody with like press privileges or whatever well, to... Well, can't you just get in a car and drive down there? What, I mean, what's... I don't What's know. keeping them from just going down there? I don't understand that. Uh, after a gunboat tour Friday of the Rio Grande and visits to overwhelmed border facilities amid the migrant surge, a delegation of 19 Republican senators expressed outrage, accusing President Biden of painting a false picture of the situation while blocking media from direct access. I don't know how they're blocking them, but apparently they're blocking them. I, I don't understand that. But because I, of that. I don't understand that at all. Um, Senator Lindsey Graham, who has been in Congress since 1993, too long, called it the most important trip he's ever taken as a lawmaker. Um, they knew, Graham said, if the Trump administration had been told something and they did the opposite and it blew up in their face, everybody would be asking the Trump administration, when did you know and when did you know it? Uh, so they're they're trying to go down there and just say they're trying to point out the fact that it's an absolute mess down there. Biden made it way worse by his reckless invitation to all these people to come in. And by gosh, there there's a, well, there's a reporter actually underneath a bridge that goes from Mexico to the United States. And there are a bunch of people sitting there waiting to come in. And he says how they process them is if they have a child under the age of five, I can't remember what the age restriction was. They basically let them pass. They give them a piece of paper saying, hey, you're supposed to show up in court. Three years from now is their court date. And of course, the majority of them never show up. So all these people are being allowed into the country without being tested for COVID and all this other stuff. So if we have a surge, which I've heard that supposedly the numbers are going up again, this is why, <laughs> because they're letting in a bunch of people that have COVID well, not only that, but you know, I mean, there's other diseases that these countries well, aren't. Yeah, absolutely. You know, like tuberculosis and it's very irresponsible yeah. during a pandemic. It's very irresponsible. Yeah, I just I just see this thing here that where uh, President Trump is planning to make a trip to the border to try to bring some awareness oh, to what's be going on. That'll be entertaining. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> <laughs> He's an entertaining yeah, dude. Can we just get? Can we just wake up from this nightmare and just get President Trump back in here? I don't know. I, I think. I have, oh, mark my words, we have three and a half years left. It is going to get how, so much worse. How long has it been? This is the. It's seriously going to get so much two worse. Two months. So we've got we've got forty six. We months. think it's bad now. Only forty six months left. We should look back on this episode at the end of Biden's <laughs> term and just compare how much worse it's gotten. Oh, Man, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't think I'm going. I'm going to be. All right. Do we want to kind of? Switch gears here into something a little bit more lighthearted. Oh, sure. <laughs> well, this is so heavy and doom and gloom. And I just, you know, I don't want to leave it like that because people are already stressed out. Oh, there was one other thing I was going to talk about. Yeah. I try to look at the, at the funny side of all the things that are going on. Because if you just look at what, what's going on in the news, it really will get to you after a while. Yeah, it really will. I mean, you got to find something. Because, I mean, life's not all bad. It's just we're just going through a rough period right now but um you know did you guys get your stimulus checks by the way most people probably have by now our oldest son got a check in the mail wasn't that bizarre i don't know but something must have happened i don't understand what why i mean who knows but here's an article from fox news drug overdoses 
and unintended consequence of COVID stimulus payments. People are going out and because now they've got money. So now they're going to go out and buy a bunch of drugs and they're overdosing. And I, and I think uh, part of the reason is because people are just, they're, they're depressed, you know, they're, they're sad. And I, I just think that now that they've got money, they have an opportunity to get away from it. If, and if then they go overboard. It, uh, uh. A lot of people, probably this is the most money they've ever yes. had at one time in their entire probably. life, if you think about probably. it. Anyway, I, th- I just thought that was sad because, again, yet again, it's another example of how the government's intentions backfire. And you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just they're, they're once again causing, they're creating a problem, and they have no way of dealing with it other than making it worse, basically. Yeah, just, I mean, I... I if, just get rid of all the ridiculous. 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 <laughs> get get rid of all the ridiculous lockdowns and restrictions and things like that, and just let the economy. But are we going to be able go. to? I think people are too freaked out now to go back to normal. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. But and then they're talking about passing yet another, even bigger. Stimulus package. Th- this was wasn't this one in the trillions. Yeah. It was almost two trillion, and I think the new one that they're talking about is three trillion. Oh my lord! You know, this money has got to be paid back at some point, and you know who's going to pay that back, and what what about the interest on that money? Man, oh man, if they do that, we're gonna we're already in a heap of trouble. But they they're just they're just digging that hole more and more, just deeper and deeper. I don't know that we're ever going to yeah. be able to get out of it. Yeah, not in our lifetime for sure. Go up, it, it, when and if. Interest rates ever go up there? Well, not just interest rates, them but low. taxes and cost of everything. Right, and but just they're, they're keeping the interest rates artificially low so they don't have to pay the interest on the debt. And if they ever do have to pay the interest on the debt, it's going to be really disastrous. How are they keeping it low? Like, who do well, we the, owe all this money to? Like China and all those other places? Well, basically, yeah, because they, you know, they sell these bonds, yeah. treasury bills and bonds. And who buys those? That's the, you know, Chinese and... So basically, China's going to end up owning the United States at some point. Yeah, yeah. I mean, theoretically, right? Yeah. I don't know. It's crazy. Yeah. Okay. All right. We're getting up there on time. Okay. So let's get to some philosophical questions. (laughs) Okay. All right. Um, Is free will real or just an illusion? Is free will... Will real or just an illusion? Yep. Well, of course it's real. <laughs> you have free will. Or do people, I mean, as some people believe that God's in control, so we don't have any free will because God's God, the one that God that is definitely not in control. The world is in, under the control of uh, Satan. Right. If you look at 1 John 5 19 says that the whole world is under the control of the evil one. So God is not in control of the world. It's the it's Satan right. that's in, under control that's of the world. One of the gifts that God gave humans was free will. Yeah. So, so if you choose not, not to illusion. follow his rules or live, you know, live the life that he commands, then he can't really help you. He can't really protect you because you're not following his rules. Right. Right? Right. If, and and I mean, that's if, your choice. If God was in control of everything, why would you even bother to pray? Because if God's in control, it's always it's right. just going to work out the way yeah. that 
He's like, oh, silly humans, you can pray, but yeah. I'm still going to do what I want to yeah. do. I mean, that's why we pray is because. Because right. you're asking for him to, you know, to help you because yeah. you're choosing to ask right. him to help you. Right. Choosing to put your faith in him. Um, what, it, okay, this is an interesting one. Where is the line between art and not art? I don't think there is, I don't think a line exists because art is so subjective. Well, you know, there's this abstract art, which is okay. considered art, but I, I really think that something that something that basically portrays something in life is art. Something that's just like a blob of paint splattered around, that's, that's just, that's not art. Okay, that's just, I'm going to play the devil's advocate here for a second, because in some ways, it's how you interpret it. Like, it's, it's art to the individual, because I look at this blob of paint, and I might see something, and you don't see it, but to me, I see it, and that evokes a feeling or, you know, some kind of appreciation or something. So I don't, I don't know that there's anything that's not art. It just depends on the person looking at it and their, his or her interpretation, right? Like going back to this, these Satan shoes, some people might look at that and think it's art because it depicts evil <laughs> or it depicts, I don't know, uniqueness or creativity or whatever. You know what I mean? Right? It's a hard question because, yeah. I mean. Yeah. I guess it depends on the person. Yeah. But to me, to me, art is something that basically imitates something real. Hmm. You know, okay. something that's a splatter of paint on the canvas is not art. That's just a splatter of paint hmm. on the. I'm going to have to respectfully disagree with you okay, on that well, one. Okay, well, for you, that's. See? Our, our that's interpretation my point. of art is different. <laughs> That's my I mean, point. I, I it buy depends a lot. on the individual. Actually, I buy a lot of paintings. You do? I do. I buy a lot of paintings. And we don't always agree on whether we like it or not. And I I almost never buy anything that's like abstract art because it just, to me, it's ah. just like, it just, it's just like, it's abstract. Okay. I mean, let, me give you, let me give you a good example of that. That art, that piece that you bought with two fish. Yeah. And I hated it. It looked like a child. But you loved it because to you, it reminded you of the fish of plenty or whatever in the Bible, and right? The, the one that's hanging up in there. With the, you still have it? Yeah. The Ooh. drawing. It's like three fish. Oh, I thought he it got rid of it. Me, <laughs> it reminds me of the story in the Bible where, you know, they yes. had the three fish and two okay, loaves so and three that's, fishes. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Because when I look at that, I just see, I see something stupid and well, like childlike. Yeah, but, but it's, you... it's like a drawing of something real, fish. That's why I like it. And it reminds me of something that's in the Bible. Yeah, but see, that's why I don't like it, because it's oh, fish. Well, and I, I don't, don't care like for fish. fish. No, oh. I don't like fish. So see, that's that's exactly what I'm talking about on that. Okay. Um, let's see. What does it mean to have a good life? These are subjective questions, because it really depends on the individual and what you want out of life. Like, if you are happy being homeless, because you don't have the stress of having to pay bills, or you know, having to upkeep whatever you own or have a bunch of things that you own, then I guess, I guess that's a good life to you. Yeah. I guess just happy being happy and, and having hope, you know, yeah, having hope. That is definitely a big you know? one, which I think a lot of people don't have right now because yeah. of all the craziness. Yeah, going I also on. think about my, I, I have an uncle that's disabled and you know, you think that 
he wouldn't be that happy. But he is the happiest, yeah, go luckiest guy. He, you it know, doesn't he, take much to. Make he didn't him have happy. to worry about anything. Yeah, he just he's just so happy. He's he's kind of trapped in this childlike world, and in a lot of ways, I envy that that he doesn't have to deal with the realities and the responsibilities and he can just kind of float through life and just do what he, makes him happy. He, he's very happy. Yeah. I think that's great. I, you know, it, it's not realistic, but I think it's great. Um, okay. How about this one? Is it possible to live a normal life and not ever tell a lie? <laughs> These are good questions. Uh, um, a normal life, um, you know, I mean, that com- kind of comes down to like, if someone asked you, what do you think of this? What do you think of this thing I made? And you're like thinking, oh my gosh, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen. Right. And then you go, oh, that's great. Yeah. White lies. I don't yeah. think it's possible to go I, I to live so. your life without telling white lies. Now, big lies, I mean, you, obviously. You probably could go through life, but you would it. You'd be a jerk. Nobody would want to be around you. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like that one movie with Jim Carrey where he couldn't lie. Yeah, liar, liar. (laughs) It was funny but horrifying at the same time. It's exactly the same. I mean, you don't want to purposely hurt someone's feelings. but. So I guess the, the next question is, is it okay to tell a white lie? It depends on the circumstance. And it also depends on the person. Like, because if you... If you, well, you would hurt my feelings, but I wouldn't, I would, okay, that's just, that's your opinion. I get it. But if, you know what I'm saying? Like, it depends on the person doing the, I don't know. Like, if if it was coming from someone that I really admired and they, they couldn't, they, they told me the truth, the brutal truth. I mean, that would really hurt my feelings. is Is it worse to tell a white lie or is it worse to offend somebody? Ooh, that's a good question. Again, I think it depends on the person. If I don't like them, I'm going to offend them. I don't care. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but if I want to maintain a relationship with that person, I'm probably going to give them a white lie because I don't want to hurt their feelings and then just damage that relationship moving forward. Okay. One more. If someone you loved was killed in front of you, but someone created a copy of them that was perfect right down to the atomic level, would they be the same person and would you love them just as much? I'm going to say yes and no. I'm going to say no, because part of what you love about people is the experiences that you've had with them. Good answer. You know, you know, that's a like, good answer. Yeah. Because like if, if you, if a new person, a new clone of somebody came in, they wouldn't re- remember all the fun we've had, like vacations that's and things very and true. that we've experienced together. That's very true. So I think it would be, what was the question again? Um, would they be the same person and would you love them they just as they much? They wouldn't be the same person. I would, like, I, I don't, if and you I don't think came I would back, love them as much because they haven't experienced everything. Yes, exactly. I have to completely agree with your answer on that one. Good answer. That's, 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 that's good. I, I have nothing to add to that. Okay. That's very unusual. Everybody mark that down. I did something right for a change. <laughs> on March 27th <laughs> at 8.14 p.m., I agreed with Kevin. Um, okay, enough of the questions. Um, what'd you do this week? Uh, well, I worked. What was the highlight of your week? The highlight of my week was when I went to the recycling store and found some cabinets that were like exactly 
to the inch of what I needed. <laughs> now, why do you think that is, Kevin? Why do you think that happened? I don't know, but... It's a God thing, honestly, because he, cause that's exactly what you were looking for and you found it. When I measured it, I mean, it was exactly what I needed to the inch. Yeah, and I'm very happy with your find because we're, we'll show pictures of it. You want to put a picture I'll, of I'll this in there? Okay. Basically, we're, we're uh, the, the trailer, the camper that we're making, it's a camping trailer. Uh, we're putting the bed up on like the, a pedestal and making storage underneath the bed. And I needed some cabinets for yeah. underneath the bed. Right. And I, I, I was originally looking for kind of like some drawers that you'd have on a, um, like a waterbed where yeah. there's a pedestal where there's drawers underneath there. Right. I was going to try to find a waterbed pedestal and double up the drawers and put the bed on top of that. Oh, yeah. So that's what I oh, was I like looking this, for. This better. I like yeah. what oh, you yeah. came up with better. It looks way good. better. I, I like the way it looks. So. Oh, it's, it's perfect. And it has a little place you can pull out and put your dirty clothes. Perfect. Yeah, I, when I saw that, so I thought, I've got to get this. Karen's going to oh, love that. I do. I love it. That's perfect solution. And then you built out the rest of the frame. And then I found some narrow twin mattresses, which I didn't even know existed until I started looking them up. But I, I found a couple of them on Amazon. And you know what? There must be a lot of people doing what we're doing because they are out of stock. They won't get them in until May. So we won't get them in until May. But super cheap, exactly what we were looking for. We had like memory foam with springs, with spring, with springs, whatever, coil springs. I'm not so sure about the memory foam. Well, it was hot. No, 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 no. It's, but the memory foam's, no, I think it'll be fine. I think it'll be fine. I think it's going to be, and it's the perfect size for what we wanted. And we got two twin mattresses because we can't really sleep together. And here's why. I am a fish. I am a flopper. I am always flipping and flopping and and it disturbs him. And so we figured two twin beds pushed together like you would get on a cruise ship that yeah. would be perfect. Yeah, yeah it kind of so. isolates the flopping yes. of one person. Yes. And then he got the room built at the very back. Again, we'll put a picture up. He's got, well, he's got the wall. Well, just the, the wall's the framed. Frame. Yeah, the he got frame the frame the up. And tomorrow I'm going to buy some shiplap. Yeah, and I'm, put up there. So man, I'm looking forward to this. This is so yeah. cool, Kevin. Yeah, and I also, You're doing uh, today, a good job. I found a door the exact size that I needed to fit in there. So oh yeah, I meant to ask you about yeah. that door. Yeah, because it's, it's not your normal door. It's like a little closet door. Oh, it's a closet door. It looks yeah. it looks like narrower it, it, than it, it a closet is. door. Yeah. yeah, but it's within a quarter. Where'd of you inch find that, by the way? At the recycling place. Wow, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, it's it's almost kind of good that I didn't know about the recycling place. Like a few years ago when really I was remodeling right. that house, because oh, I would probably oh yeah. But you're finding some really good yeah. pieces. Yeah, you really yeah. are. Yeah, it's so pretty, pretty amazing. So it's really and coming together. Yeah, the thing I found is you have to keep going back because people are dropping things off all oh, the time yeah. at the recycling. And they place. probably get snatched up pretty quickly. Yeah, and you just have to go back. Sometimes I go twice a day. If I'm if I'm in the area, I'll just make you know drive drive around there and just really check it out. Yeah. Wow, that's great. Yeah. And you also found a really nice chest of drawers for your uncle as well, and I was pretty impressed by that. Those were that was a really a, nice chest of drawers. Really, really. And you found that at the recycle place really, too. Really, yes. That is amazing. A really, really nice chest of drawers. Uh, this is so exciting yeah. how it's coming together. Yeah. I can't wait. You I mean, guys see he pictures. has been looking for about a year for a chest of drawers. Yeah. He had a really kind of a crappy one that we found at a garage sale. Yeah. And, you know, he's been wanting to rearrange his bedroom. So he's been he's been pointing out chest of drawers for like a year. And it's like, no, 
Yeah. Let's get something nice. And we found a really, I mean, it is really nice. I think it's like mahogany or something. Mm. It is really yeah. nice. It's, I, I don't know if it's antique, but it. It looks like it's an antique. It is really, It's really, really pretty. Nice. I like yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. And then I guess the highlight of my week, I mean, I, we're very shorthanded at work. So I've been very focused at work. I come home. I'm so brain dead. I don't want to do anything else. But a, a highlight of my week was our youngest son turned 26, by the way, our baby's 26. Is that not crazy? Um, and, um, my nephew came with us and when we came back over here, he showed Kevin the game that he built on discord and it's it was amazing. very impressive. I was very so impressed. I, I can't very even intricate. It. It's amazing. Yeah. He did a really good job on it and it's, and Kevin's been playing and it's been pretty fun. So well, I don't know. I've logged it was into just it a cool. couple times. It's, it's almost too complicated, too complicated for me to. Well, because I don't usually have more than about ten minutes. Because it and it's it's similar to like the old DOS games, yeah, right? Like that we the used to play text, text games. Because you have to like put in commands and things like that for certain things to happen. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, I thought that was really cool. A really cool kind of back to the like old school. Yeah, it's pretty neat kind of stuff. So anyway, I guess that's about all I have for today. How about you? That's all I've got. Anything else? Nope. That's it. Nope. <laughs> Nope. Let's let's go. Let's wrap this up. Let's get off. <laughs> I know that that tone of voice. All right. Let's remind them where they can find us. Well, hopefully we're on YouTube this week. <laughs> yeah. We yeah we got banned a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, that, that episode though is on Rumble. Uh, Rumble. So if you're on the podcast, where our videos are on YouTube and Rumble, mm-hmm. and if you're on one of those two videos. We're, our audios are on basically everywhere. <laughs> the podcast is basically everywhere. Yeah, we're on a lot of podcast platforms. So just look for right from us, type that in. It's, that's R-I-G-H-T from us. And you'll find us um, on your favorite podcast platform. Um, I have a blog. If you're interested, I write about my life, professional, personal politics, reading and writing. Uh, it's writefromkaren.com. That's W-R-I-T-E from Karen.com. I also have a Patreon link on there, too, if you're interested in joining my Patreon. You really should check out Karen's website and blog. She's like an international superstar. Oh, no. <laughs> no, I'm not. Yes, you are. I, I am a newbie at this. I'm just getting started. Now, but but your blog has been around for probably, what, 10, 10 or 15 it's years? Been, it's been a long and time. Yeah. She's like a superstar. I'm not a international superstar. superstar. No, I'm not. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Okay, we better get going. Okay, all right. Anyway, have a great week. We appreciate you. Thank you for watching. Be safe out there, and we'll talk to you next week. Bye. Bye.